joined by Vic and Jasmine. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, I don't even know what to talk about this week. I've not made any plans. Yeah, I've not yeah. Before drummed up ideas. I guess like the first thing which we we're kind of just talking about was mm. the whole surgery versus gym debate. Do you think that there's a? That's absolutely and categorically <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry absolutely, for absolute shambles. But I just feel shambolics even. Yeah, like um, just for a bit of context. There was a debate on Hills Off mm. about whether you can compare surgery to going to the gym to exercise. Mm. But I think the actual question was, do you think that if you have surgery that you don't love yourself? Mm. So I'm going to take off my shoes. No, it's okay. What, what, what? <laughs> Get comfortable. Uh, what, so what, what do you think? Do you think that if you have surgery, you don't mm-hmm. love yourself? So I think... When I go to the doctors and I'm talking to them about my mental health mm. or I'm talking to them about my fatigue with uh, with my low iron, yeah. they often say to me, um, exercise is really yeah. good. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, you're just saying exercise that. Exercise is the cure for everything. Do you know how much exercise changed my life? Like, especially at uni, mm. when, I, when I was heavily depressed at uni, I would just go for runs. Mm. Do you know how much that clears your mind? Well, obviously, each individual is different. Exercise doesn't. It's not the cure, yeah. But it helps I remember me. Remember, you actually used to try and get me to jog with you. You know like, what? I used to just. I love running. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now I don't love it as much as I used to when I was younger. Now I'm more of a gym person. Yeah. But I can. I still run. Like mm. sometimes I go like at least once a week. But I actually rate you. I rate people that even go for in the jogs. cold. I really rate people that go for jogs. I'm gonna get like um, running shoes that are good with snow. Yeah. So I can like, yeah. Wow, you're really going ham. But it's good. It, do you it's know, good. it helps my brain. Like, mm. I generally feel so much clearer. And I think, especially if you're if you're a person who has a lot on, yeah. when you're running, you're just focusing on your yeah. run. It, so, all cu- it all cuts out. Do you know it? what I mean? That's yeah. 30 minutes where you don't have to think about shit. So mentally for me, I know that I go gym as well during my lunch breaks because there's yeah. a free gym at my work. That helps me. It takes mm. my mind off work. It takes my mind off everything else that's going on. Now, it's not. There's no. There's no cons in it. Yeah. What What con can you get from going to the gym? But apparently, uh, some are claiming that you can die. Yeah, you can die on your way to the gym. But you can also die on your way to get BBL. Yeah. So what now? You You can die when you're about to eat a piece of fruit. You can die. Do you know what? I think anywhere, anyhow. I, I think that's very idealistic. Saying that kind of thing, that kind yeah. of comment. What I will say though is. We have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah. The doctors, if you do go to a doctor and say, I want to get a breast surgery or I want to get BBL or I want to get, I don't know, whatever is out there, they will say to you, literally a doctor in in Britain will say, I strongly disagree. Like they'll they'll A good doctor will tell Mm -hmm. you whether they believe you Mm -hmm. need. Need is such a bad word to use, but... A good doctor will tell you whether your yep. surgery is necessary or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll say this, and these are the life implications yeah, that these will are the happen. Risks. Mm-hmm. But when they're talking about going to the gym or running, or they're not saying these are the life implications because... There's none, We really. have to be realistic. The only thing I'm scared of is young people who watch that kind of conversation and hear those kind of comments and then take it away and be like, use that kind of rhetoric... For justifying yeah. why, why they're they get... having surgery. But, but at the same time, if you want surgery, 
own it. Yeah. Own it with your chest. Yeah, that's 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 that was my whole like thing with it. I was just like, if you're gonna have surgery, like just own it. Just be like, I had surgery mm-hmm. because of this. It's possible that it was because of stuff that I saw on social mm-hmm. media. I just wasn't happy with my body. Mm-hmm. I had the money to do it. I knew all the risks. I was mm-hmm. well informed and I decided mm-hmm. this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can then try and say, oh, but I'm the same as someone who decides to go gym. Because yes, I understand that there are people that go gym purely for aesthetic reasons. Mm-hmm. So there are people that probably can't afford surgery. So mm-hmm. they decide I'm going to go gym mm-hmm. so I can build my bum or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't see the problem with that. But you can't say that you're exactly the, the Yeah, mm. you, you can't. Because you're essentially deceiving yourself and you're trying to essentially make a reason, trying to justify that. Yeah, and, and you don't, you don't have to be that defensive. You really mm. don't. Like, everybody mm. understands what it's like. Everybody understands the pressure it is to have the perfect body. So many people have... You're not the first, mm. like... You're so not the first have, person with a BBL yeah. as well. First person in life. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like um I feel like she was taking it very personal. Mm. She thought it was a personal mm. attack and it 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 wasn't that. It was literally just mm. an open conversation That's, that yeah. happened yeah. to Yeah. That's why I didn't say anything on a tear. Like I obviously retweet a couple of things, but I was just careful with wording things because I feel like if you're attack not not attacking, but like if you're acting every single person who do my surgery, like I saw someone saying, I mean people who have BBL don't um go to the gym and she was like i yeah. do yeah. but it's like if you're if you're at in every single person yeah i mean it's like you're taking it's your, like you're literally taking on yeah, the yeah. battle for yeah. everybody and it's like you don't have to you don't have to if but, you really want to talk about your story you can mm, share your story but, i think she did didn't it yeah, did she do like uh, a video or a blog or she i'm, I'm sure she spoke about her journey somewhere mm. but it's like yeah you can talk about mm. you know the reasons why you did it what you're what you're doing now mm. how you maintain your body mm. all of that stuff like you really don't have to i generally think yeah, if i had surgery i wouldn't justify it to anyone mm. especially not people on social media yeah definitely not definitely. do you even know who i am do you know how hard it is to tell your family members that you're having surgery what was it like do you know how many you... questions you get what was it like when you told them um yeah, it was just a, are you sure? Is that not scary? What about the scars? What about this? What about that? But it's mm. it's questions that you kind of... Already expected? Yeah, already expect. And when you're going into surgery, those are the kind of things that I would expect you to mm. find out and mm. be informed of in the first place. So mm. like, when you're having surgery, you need to do your research. Mm. I researched up and down. I've wanted surgery since I was about... 14 mm. maybe 16 and i only got it last year february so that's mm. pretty much nearly 10, 10 years, years. Mm. yeah nearly 10 years before i actually went ahead with it during that time i've done all this research in mm. the world and i feel that as long as you have all the information that you mm. need or require mm. and you're able to say i know that these are the risks mm. but i believe i still want to go forward mm-hmm. with it then you honestly don't have to... Yeah, you don't but have that's to... that's the thing. You don't that's have to justify thing. yourself The way you've talked about it, it's just very, like, level-headed and you've you've been like, yes, I do know. Yeah. I do I know. I know I'm going to get scars yeah. and I'll, I'll accept the scars. Mm. I'll accept them. I know there's a risk that one might mm. be more perfect than the other. I'll accept that mm. because I would prefer them to be like that mm. than to be like how they were before. Mm. <clears throat> but I think it's when people try to justify and be like, you know, it's the same as getting weave or... Makeup is like, yeah, we can't lie to ourselves. Yeah, we can't. That's, we can't we, do that. Weave makeup is not permanent. Mm. 
It's not a permanent mm. change. You can't lie. Even skin bleaching, it's not permanent. So it's like, I know it's controversial. <laughs> still hazardous. Yeah, I still would not mm. advise it at all. It's mm. poison. It's, mm. it's literally poison. Mm. But it's not permanent. But the but the toxins in your body will be permanent. Sorry. So I, I take that back. But <laughs> but yeah, you can't compare. You can't compare the two. You can't compare gym to surgery. And uh, I know it's a bit of a. I guess it is a bit controversial if I say this, but to me, there's a difference between getting because my breasts were saggy as hell. That's why I got surgery. Mm. I could not do anything about that. If I went gym for 120 years, my breasts would never perk up again. But BBLs and those kind of surgeries, I feel like you could you could get that in the gym. Mm. You're not going to get a Nicki Minaj buoy mm. in the gym, but that's something you can work towards. Fair dues if you want mm. a shortcut. I'm not I'm not blaming you mm. for that, but that's why I think in a certain respect, some people see BBLs as a cheat. It is a cheat. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. that's why people see... And I, think, okay. I think when people talk about surgery, they're mm. not necessarily talking about like breast surgery or nose surgery. Mm. They're talking about the stuff that you can probably change in the gym. Okay, yeah. And you've decided mm. to... Mm. But everyone was getting it on the TL. I even saw people laughing that Drake got liposuction. And, and Kanye. And Kanye has got liposuction. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Everyone's everyone's doing it. It's just, it's just I don't know. It, you know, it's 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 honestly, it's a scary time to be in because it's like a lot of people are feeling pressure from social media yeah. to have this kind of like coke bottle figure. Mm. Like it, it, there's a lot of pressure to have a thin waist. Yeah. Like I was looking at pictures the other day of myself and I was going to post it online. And I was like, oh my waist doesn't look thin enough. I was I was thinking, dude, yeah. I don't even eat as much as I should do. Not 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 in a yeah. way like I'm restricting how much yeah. I eat, but it's just because sometimes I'm so busy I don't eat. So I'm yeah. just like, so what? You you thinking of reducing your calories, bitch? Yeah, you're gonna be finished. <laughs> so, it, but, but you cannot. It's it's so hard, but it's so hard not to bow to that pressure. Mm. But honestly, you have we have to fight against it because you, you look you look at pictures and everyone's snatched, everyone's got a thin waist, and you're mm-hmm. thinking, oh my god, I should too. If then you, you start if thinking. You knew the amount of face tune that's going on mm-hmm. on on Instagram. Uh, have you seen that Patricia Bright video? Where this was a time ago, maybe like 2016. It's so hilarious. And she was like, <laughs> I'm going to teach you guys how to edit your pictures to look snatched. No, she don't, you know, she says that word snatcheroo. Yeah. yeah. And she now put her waist in. Yeah. She put her thighs, made it big. She's so jokes. Like, <laughs> everyone needs to watch that video. It was like a, a yellow swimsuit. And she and then she did like before and after. Oh my so like, God. And then, because I remember when I saw that picture, and I was like, she looks snatched. snatched. But then it's like, why are we praising people? Who only have that figure? Yeah, it's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so dangerous, and that's why I, I worry about mm. like the <clears throat> generation after us. But sometimes, I'm like, these girls are going to school. Listen, mm. secondary school mm. with wigs, with <laughs> no, no, sorry. with eyelashes done. That's insane. I don't even get my eyelashes done, and I'm like, this is how you're going yeah. to school. Face beat for the gods. For the gods, <laughs> like how? So when you're in uni, what are you gonna do now? You will look the same. Your ten year challenge will look the same. Literally, I think yeah, it's 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 wild with the the generation. I, 
actually young, think that, that that stage, like even me the other day, I was going through my old pictures. I was like, damn. And there was a time. <laughs> this is a bit random, but <laughs> I was in my art class. This was in year eleven or year ten, and I think one of our projects was to like bring in old pictures of ourselves. Mm. And my art teacher was like, damn, Jasmine, you really blossomed. I was like, oh. <laughs> So this is what teachers are doing now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Teachers are pricks anyways. Not all, but some. Like, honestly. Yeah, so, some of them, like, you know when some people say mad stories about their teachers, I'm like, this this, this is actually happening mm-hmm. in classrooms mm-hmm. across the country. Mm-hmm. Some teachers are going in, you know, they or they make, saying, like, their little snide comments. Yeah, I'm like, they should wow. Be yeah. I'm like, wow, you really said that I blossomed. Uh, you, you really couldn't yeah, ugly. Oh, I was gonna say something. Um, yeah, I think because there's people who go, "Oh, I've had surgery. I've had, you know, um, like it's mainly as you said, it's mainly." I'm I'm also shocked when people get like bum, hips, um, and yeah. stomach stuff, and I'm like, but it's mainly the people who are doing it that I've seen on social media are like socially acceptable standard of beauty. If that makes sense, yeah. So I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, Jesus, like, this is wild. Like, you're already, like, what people would classify as, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, fucking awesome. What am I supposed to do? Not not what am I supposed to do. Like, you know, that's why self-love is important. Yeah. But, I don't know, I do think it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mad one. And everyone needs to protect themselves because we just have to remember that social media is not. Yeah, definitely. It's not real life. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, I wonder if... This is what Instagram... I don't even know who created Instagram. Mm. That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I wonder if whoever that person is, if this is what they had in mind. They mm. just want people to share pictures of their food. Do you know what? I was, pictures of their holiday. Yeah, how we used to be. But, yeah. <laughs> now it's just so like... Cause yeah, I remember when, when we first started the podcast, me and Jasmine were going through our Instagram. Yeah. And Jazz had just pictures of her just like living life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> didn't you have a picture of a chocolate bar or something? Yeah, I had, I had a picture of like... Uh, a Maltese chocolate mm. spread, and I was like, "Oh, just this, life. yeah." My caption was, "Oh, this is so good." I recommend everybody. No, Vicky was <laughs> like, "What? What the? <laughs> Vicky was like, what the fuck was she doing?" <laughs> I was like, "It's true." You can't, I had like, to now, it. now your Instagram needs to be like, even if you're just like a regular regular person, like yeah. your Instagram is like, I know loads of girls from like school mm. who their Instagram is like curated, like it's like you know, nice pictures on a weekend, yeah, like. Do you know what I mean? It's not like how it used to be where we were just posting just regular, yeah. regular shit. And it's, it is, many people have said it multiple times, it's a highlight reel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, it's very rare for you to go on Instagram and see people saying, oh, I've had such a shit day. No. Even when they post captions like that, they're saying, you, I had a shit day, but look at me now, kind of thing. The funniest thing about when people write shit captions, well, not shit captions, when write captions like that, Yeah, people don't read them. So I have, I no. follow a few bloggers who... Like fashion bloggers, but they also talk about mental health. Yeah, and they'll do like a massive, big ass caption on mental health, and people will be in the comments like, "Yes, bitch, <laughs> yeah, you look nice," and I'm just like, Get "Are you not soon. reading the caption?" <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do on my Instagram stories be like, "I've had a fucking shit day," mm. or mentally I am drained, or mm. just to kind of make people feel like. But that's what I feel social crazy. media was for. Mm. I thought social media was. Not to document every single aspect of your mm. life, but 
it's supposed to be a reflection of who you are as a person. But then, yeah, and it's true. you can't always be... Happy. Yeah, you can't always be happy. People. You can't always have your shit together. Mm. You can't always be going out. You mm. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, that's what it's yeah. geared towards mm. now. Like That's what I never... Do you know what I think about it often? Talani wrote this tweet. Um, stop competing with these bloggers or something like that. Yeah, who who are get wearing, their clothes for free. Yeah, who like stop like repeat your clothes essentially. Yeah, because that's like it's so true. Because even I was saying to myself, I didn't want to wear a gown because it was in my Instagram picture. I was like, bitch, do you know that you're? <laughs> yeah. If you're like what? Yeah, I know, re- I know exactly what you mean. You need to rewear that. Every clothes. time I get that foot into my head, I'm like, Jasmine, shut. I don't your, give a shit. Now. Shut your ass up and get that dress on because I can't, I can't, I can't keep buying. Mm. I actually can't. This year, I need to change my life. Mm. I need to stop with my poor, my very you poor need spending to join, habits. Um, money. Yeah, like I, I was, I, I was literally about to do it, but then I saw that it was full, so I was like, okay, oh, I'll really? try next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's first of every month. Yeah, yeah, I'll try next. Because I was in it for a bit. Oh, was it? Was it good? Yeah, yeah it was good. It was because it makes you feel like you know, with money, we often feel like even if you're saving, mm. you feel like, oh man, this is not enough. Like. I feel like we're always so hard on ourselves yeah. with money. We should definitely get her on to talk about money in full. Yeah, yeah, but I think sometimes we're just so hard on ourselves. But in that chat, it makes you realise we are all making changes. Mm. And like, you're not alone sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, even with debt and all sorts, it's just like, okay, it's not the end of the world. You mm. can make it work. Yeah, that... <sighs> this year has been seriously hard. And the hardest thing is that with me, I get paid every four weeks. So... Oh. Whereas at the beginning of the year, I might start getting paid, you know, on the 23rd of the month or whatever. By the end of the year, I'm getting paid in the middle of the month. So I'm paying last month's bills and trying to prepare myself for next month's yeah. bills at the same time. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I'm constantly playing catch up, catch up, catch up. That's like so me. So I've I'm, just decided mm, I'm not going to spend no more money on clothes this year. Fair I'll see how it goes for the first mm few months but if i can keep going with it i would really like to say i haven't spent any more money on clothes because mm. i have enough mm. and if i do buy some clothes i need to throw away something or donate something oh, that's good in to replace it so mm. if i buy a new top i need to get rid of a top mm. i don't want to i just don't want to congest my life anymore mm. and i can't be spending money willy-nilly because i'm not influencer i'm not patricia bright I don't have the money. When, I, when I'm watching influencers' videos and they're like, I'm going to, oh, this doesn't fit, I'm returning. I was like, are you really? <laughs> you're not, you're not. Do you know, when you were just saying just then about, did you think the person who created Instagram intended the platform to be like that? Yeah. So I went to this blogger event on Monday with mm. my friend Jade, who's a blogger, uh, Jade Ranwell. And the girls who were hey, doing... Yeah, <laughs> she's so cute. She actually listens to us. Oh, she's like, you. yeah, she, she, she's always like, oh, listen to you guys. She's so, she's so lovely. Um, yeah, the event they were saying how, um, how the guys who run Instagram don't care about bloggers. Mm. Like they don't care about like like even if you're on Instagram, you see the way it works. Like Instagram will tell you uh, when you're on your profile, it'll be like promote your your own pictures, yeah. pay to promote your own pictures for other people insane, to see. Insane, it. isn't it? Insane. Insanity. 
So they're just trying to get money out of people. It's not like yeah. they're working for the well-being of, of people to get money. Yeah. It's more like they want to get money. But I kind of I kind of get it as well because mm. why not? influencers yeah. are making coin mm-hmm. off Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously Instagram can't get a cut of that because mm-hmm. they're literally posting <coughs> pictures, getting their likes. Mm-hmm. And because of the likes, they're getting sponsorships or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So I guess Instagram's kind of like saying, okay, mm-hmm. how can we get our cut? Which... I guess it's business. business yeah. yeah. But like she the girls were saying how um when I say the girls, it's Sophie Milner mm-hmm. and I've another blogger called Millie Cotton. They got a podcast called Keeping It Candid. So it was a like love event. Okay, yeah, their, I've heard of that actually. Their show. Mm. Um I think you'd really like Sophie Star. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think you would. Her um, fashion. Yeah, or, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um they were saying, Oh, if that happens and Instagram is not actively letting their, you know, you know, regular bloggers letting their audience see their content, they're going to move to stuff like Star Reward or whatever it's called, Reward Style, oh. and like 21 Buttons. Oh, so, lot, what's, so what would that mean? I mean, that means there's no Instagram. Because hmm? tw- a lot of bloggers are on 21 Buttons and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you know what is it like to know or like whatever it is? It, so I know 21 Buttons is where like they post a picture of their outfit and then you can like mm. find out where they got There's their loads of from. those kind of things. Or or is it that they're trying to sell their outfit? No, no. It's like they tell you where it's from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So loads of people are doing that. But I think that's the way forward. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do. smart, yeah. Yeah. I feel like social media is constantly going to evolve and I think there's also going to be- become a time where Twitter is going to become absolute. All, all of social media is... Be- gonna become absolute mm. can do you remember what life was like without social media because i i'm starting to forget um i'm actually starting to forget i was i used to watch more tv I'd, I'd i was I, I remember pixel was like the first mm. sort of taster of you know your friends all being online mm. and editing and posting pictures all of that stuff but i feel like that was quite mellow that was calm but twitter is like so yeah it is it's like it's like engaged it's like everyone is so interlocked Mm. and constantly there's new content all the time and it's like your brain can't shut off Mm. and that's why yeah this month i did say i'm gonna try and how's it going hasn't gone good so far (laughs) i'm only (laughs) i'm only on my first day my second day but yeah i'm struggling because you know like and I think I'm going to have to turn my notifications off. That's the problem. Mm. Because, you know, if you see someone that's commented on a picture, it's like, you're like, oh, oh Instagram. should I ignore them? So then it's like, I'm like, okay, I have to go on to, to mm. reply. Mm. And then you find yourself just scrolling. Yeah. And even though, yeah, I need to, I need to turn off my notifications because it's not going well so far. But I need to just have that space to mm. just know what life is like without having, you know, no, without being constantly bombarded with yeah, information. Yeah, I and I remember when I was like 12, 13, maybe, mm. and my parents got AOL internet. So mm. it was like properly working in the house. It was wasn't this, like. Was this a dial up? Yeah. So it wasn't like. Because before we had like a shitty one, but now it was like really good. Or maybe. Maybe it was broadband. Was it broadband? Because yeah. dial-up is where it used to, like, ring. I feel like we had dial-up when I used to live in London. And then when we moved to Essex, it was like... You got the good things. Yeah, maybe. Jeez. But then I remember having AOL, you know, like a, a yeah. MSN account. Yeah. 
MSN, MSN was lit. I was addicted. So was I. And I remember, I remember when I was thinking to myself, I'm literally going home to talk to the same people I saw at school. Mm-hmm. This needs to stop. Why did we have so much to talk about? I used to talk to people like I wasn't obviously like yeah. a cool person in school, but I used to talk to all the popular people online. <laughs> Even from different years. It didn't make no sense. It just did it wasn't it doesn't make any sense. But that's what I loved about MSN because everyone was there, no one was off limits. Like <laughs> And you know, like you had your crush and like you used to sign out and sign Some, in. That, <laughs> so that, that, was, did that work for you? Sometimes. That never but, worked for me. Not a lot of the time, but sometimes it did. <laughs> that never worked for me. Where it's like, and that like you'd change your status to like song lyrics or like you'd and make your sure friends in there. you'd make sure you had your music, you know, yeah. when you showed what music you were playing. I remember because I was like, in my school, I was like one of the first people who knew how to make your music from like, because you know, MSN has, no, the, what's it called? The music thing, the music kind of like, God, I probably lost the words. What, what was it? What did it used to do? It's kind of like, just play musical windows. Oh, but okay. it's hard to enable it to show on your MSN oh, yeah, status. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like one of the first people who knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, how do you know how to do that? Because everyone used to like copy and paste their songs they're listening to. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, I was actually an MSN. I was, I, I was actually a fucking geek. Oh God, I shouldn't swear because the little ones here. But I was such a, I was such she, a geek. She's, she's distracted. Oh, yeah, I was such a geek when I was younger. Like I knew how to do a lot of things, like torrents, download illegal stuff. Mm. Always got the new music. I was the Bluetooth. Kid. Do you know how many viruses I got? Do you know how many times I got tricked? And it was Pretty Ricky's fault. Oh my days! I used to try and get Pretty Ricky songs, their album. I know, I was pathetic. Do you know how how much I loved Pretty Ricky? Uh, a teenager. 13 years old singing about getting licked out hmm. singing along um. <laughs> <laughs> please don't try act like he wasn't involved too do you know it was my, I used to play the album so much that even was, my mum knew the words my mum she even up to today like she'll be like oh I heard that Pretty Ricky song and you know I knew all the lyrics my sister as well she's like do you know how many Pretty Ricky songs I know because of you Jasmine I didn't even realise I used to bang. I remember my older cousin, who's like, let's say I was 13, she was 15. She was like, oh, you need to listen to Pretty Ricky. And, and I remember listening. I was like, mm, this is good. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that they were singing about filth. Imagine they they had to make a whole album that was clean. So they had, <laughs> they, <laughs> they released two v- versions of the album. One was explicit and the other one was clean. Do you know how... Filthy, you have to be I to have know. to release a whole who's other even, album. Who's even clean. in Pretty Ricky? Pleasure P was my favorite. He was definitely my bae. I remember the little spectacular with the, the braids. But it was his real name as well. <laughs> That's his his first name, his government name. That's a shame. But it's not different. Don't you Nigerians have Nigerian? amazing living living grace and stuff? Goodbye. No, but it's the same. Divine Grace, even. It's the same. Spectacular. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw a trailer for a TV show the other day called uh, Pure. And I believe Pure. it's about um, 
Well, she said she had OCD. This was just a trailer, mm-hmm. so I could be guessing. But it's a new show that's going to start on Channel 4. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they have a support group for... Oh, wait, I think I saw a little yeah, article. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this this week. <clears throat> but I was thinking that it's so cool that they have, like... Mm. Because I believe it's connected to an organisation, so... Mm. It's part of the proceeds of watching that oh, show, whatever yeah. goes towards mm. an organization, a support cause. Mm. Um, and I was just thinking, you know, when people say that they have OCD or whatever, mm-hmm. and people don't like it, they think it's offensive. Mm. Um, have you ever felt that you've had OCD of some sort? Uh, no. No, really? No. And I think I've always been careful of mm. saying, you know, not tri- like trivializing the trivializing word. Trivializing it, yeah. Because um, there's this woman called, um, what is her, her Netflix show? She just cleans up. Oh. I don't know about the Netflix show, but I know, Do you I know, know there, was, there was quite a few. There was quite a few of them back in the day. There was one, how, no, How Clean Is Your House is not the one. But there was one on Channel 4, do you remember? Mm. And it's like they used to get people with OCD to mm. clean up very dirty Oh, that is houses. absolutely awful. I don't know why they're doing that. Yeah, it was cool. That's actually hella problematic. It was cool. But Channel 4 is problematic. What about Undateables? <laughs> do you not think that show is problematic? Maria Kondo. This, this is... This is rude. I know, it really is. How are you telling the world what which people are, are suitable to date and which <laughs> which are not? Absolutely awful. Do you know how many trash you're, men out there are undateable? Yeah. But you're well, because bring, they're socially yeah, but acceptable but, looking. You're... Exactly. But because these people have learning difficulties or whatever, you're just exploiting them for entertainment. Um. Yeah, so Maria Kondo, she's got the next, yeah. this Netflix show called Tidying Up. Okay. And it's really cool. It, it kind of like she goes into people. It's kind of like how clean is your house, but yeah. not in this extreme because their their house is not messy, messy. It's just like she makes it better. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's not like messy, messy, but it's just like they don't know how to organize. Mm. And sometimes it's like most times it's like the woman is doing everything, yeah. and other the family members are not helping. There was one episode that pissed me off. Is it? There was a black family, yeah, and the mom's always cleaning up, and then she cries. She's like. I'm just annoyed that you lot are not cooperating. Aww. You're not you're not picking off picking after yourselves and you know rearranging stuff. Then the little kids even said to Maria Kondo, they said, "Yeah, it's our fault. We don't help around the house." I said, "You even said it with your chest." Yeah, you're a bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. How can you see your mom cry and you don't feel any type of like way? literally like some kids are so like, and then he's the the other kids said to the camera, "Oh." um, I just like when my mom organizes my things. So when I, I don't know where it is, I can just say, oh, mom, where is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I, I grew up in a different household. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, a lot of people on Twitter have been like, oh my God, Maria Kondo, my OCD is at its highest level. Yeah. And some people are like, like I don't know if you realizing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I see people do that a lot when it comes to cleaning. Yeah. And I know some people have not been to the doctors, but yeah, they just they say haven't it for been, fashion. Yeah, yeah. Because I watched a documentary not too long ago. Mm. I feel like that's my catchphrase. I literally watch documentaries on everything. But there was... They followed some kids that they believe have... Um, they've actually been diagnosed with OCD. Because mm. before, I literally thought... When I was growing up, I thought... 
it was just a case of you like things to be tidy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought that meant you had OCD. Mm. But it's it's deeper than that. It's to do with kind of also having routines. Like, mm. it can be as bad as they think that if they don't um, flick the light switch mm-hmm. six times, mm-hmm. that someone's going to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that mm-hmm. extreme. Because, like, I'm just looking here on, like, on the Mind website, you know, the Mind charity. Yeah. And, like, even there they're saying it's, like, there's full types of OCD. There's mm. checking, as you were just saying, like, yeah. and there's com- um, contamination. That's why some people, and cleanliness, it doesn't go yeah. hand to hand. And there's also, like, intrusive thoughts where you said about, you know, someone dying. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, it's like, it's also under the umbrella of um, anti-soul and anxiety disorders. Yeah, of course. So I just, I think sometimes when people, like, trivialise it and be like, you know, oh my God, this needs to be clean because I've got OCD. It's like, yeah. you're not being funny and like people do deal with these kind of issues yeah. on a day-to-day basis. And it's basis. debilitating. Yeah, Some people yeah. do are not leaving their houses mm. because of it. Some people, it literally takes them two hours to leave home in the morning because mm. they have routines mm. that they have to do mm. or they believe someone is going to die. Mm. And I didn't... That's the thing. I can't say that I was close to having it, but there was a point in my life when I was quite young, mm. that I used to have a routine. Mm. And I felt like if I don't do this routine, mm. I felt like something's bad, something bad is going to happen. Oh, wow. I used to, yeah, and mm. it was so dumb. It's like, when I say it now, I feel like laughing, but it was as small as when I'm getting ready in the morning, mm. I have to brush my teeth before I wash my face mm. or some someone's going to get hurt. Mm. I have to put on my left shoe before my right shoe mm. or someone's going to get hurt. Mm. Do you know how, how insane that is mm. to me? That I used to be like that. But and I'm just like, I can't believe that there are some people... I, I don't even know like how I got out of it. Mm. I think I just kind of forced myself to... Like, Jasmine, you're being irrational. Mm. Chill. Mm. And I would intentionally like put my right foot before my left foot. Mm. And be like, this is not going to control my life. Mm. Even down to like different perfumes that I would wear. I'd be oh, like, wow. if I wear this perfume, I'm going to have a shit day. Mm. It's like, it was just so... I don't know, irrational. Mm. But I guess me watching that documentary, it really educated me. And I was like, listen, Mm. the way I was trivializing OCD and just, Mm. you know, saying it willy-nilly, how I have it and all of this stuff. Mm. And I do not think that's the case. Mm. I did have my points where I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. But I can't say OCD. I can't use the word OCD again Mm. without feeling guilty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you can you please explain that meme? Can mm. you? Because I haven't, I still haven't watched the Firefest mm. document <laughs> documentary. But the blowjob meme. Yeah. Why is this guy's face like the people are like, oh, if I can't get wireless tickets this year, and they have a picture of that guy, why? Basically, yeah. Oh man. And what's to... the mouthwash story? I keep seeing no, that guy just... mouthwash. Okay, okay, let me tell you the real. Yeah. Tell me the tea. Okay. So in the documentary, he. So basically, the, the documentary follows this guy called Billy, just this white dude. You know, just you know, just just average, average Joe, yeah. middle class white white kids who just think that the world is, belongs to them and they yeah. can get away with anything. That's essentially Billy. Um, he puts on this festival. Doesn't mm-hmm. have the budget for it. He's saying it's um, Pablo Escobar's um, island. Pablo Escobar's people were like, excuse me, <laughs> do not use our, our name of association. Like, in yeah. fact, I even think they said, no, go and find another island right yeah. now. Yeah. Had to find another island. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. 
Another island, which again, the other island was was apparently craps. Um, mm. um, they they made out to be like this sort of like wonderful, Luxury. you know. Yeah. But when in reality, the tents were from the hurricane, the last hurricane. Huh? Mm-hmm. It was mud, all sorts. I remember, I remember like yeah. when it actually happened. Mm. I remember just seeing sandwiches. I was like, what? Yeah, they got fucked up. People are just having cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So the guy, his name is called. Let me even get his name up before I say it. Is Billy the guy that is the meme? No. Okay. Okay. I can't wait to find out how he's how he's connected to this story. Right. Right. So, um, Billy is the guy who found this fire festival. Mm. He's the leading guy. So Billy calls up. So there's a group of people who are working for Billy yeah. to make the festival happen. And Andy is like one of the people who's involved. Like he's like one of the workers, but he's been yeah. working with Billy for a long time. So their relationship is quite like, I think it's one of those relationships where it's kind of like, you can be very honest yeah. and be like, we've kind of screwed up and this is what you need to do sort mm. of thing. And um, Billy, um, Andy and a lot of other people had said to Billy, this festival is not going to work. We don't have enough time. We've worked yeah. on festivals before and... It's just not it's realistic. Just, yeah, it's not it's just happen, not real. Yeah. And Billy was like, yes, it is. <laughs> so Evian Water, they were mm. working with them to get um provide water for the residents yeah. on the festival. And uh, um Billy calls up Andy and said, I've, I need you to do something. I need you to take one on for the team. And Andy was like, anything, sure. And even Andy is one of those people that I will do anything for work. Work is life. Yeah. As if you don't have family at home. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Andy was like, yeah, yeah, sure. What, what is it? He was like, I need you to... He, even the way Billy said it was very strange. As a gay man, I need you to suck cock. Huh? Hold on, what? Rewind. Why? I'm pretty sure that's that, that's on the wavelength of, of how he said it. So, Bi- so Billy said mm-hmm. to, to Andy, Andy mm-hmm. I need you to suck some dick. Mm-hmm. For what? Let me tell you. <laughs> to Evian Water, I need you to go meet them. Mm-hmm. Because basically they didn't have money to, to, to collect the water from Evian. So, he went, so Billy had now sent Andy to go meet all the Evian people and suck their cup for the water. Hold on, just everybody's cock, or was there a particular? I don't know. Was there a particular dick that he? I think there's a particular dick that needed sucking. So Andy, the way he <laughs> no jazz. If you don't want to watch the documentary, cool. But that particular scene you need to watch because when so he explained it to us, he was like, "This is what Billy wanted me to do." So then Andy was like, "I got home, I had a shower, I put my foot on." I'm got in my car. I went there. At at this point, <laughs> it was it was similar to how I watched the end of you. I had my hands on my head. I said, "Billy, no." I said, "Andy, no." <laughs> I said, "No." Andy, Andy. And he was like, I, and, I, and I and I went on there. Suck his cock. Did he actually suck the dick? L- and then he's like, luckily, the good people of Evian were like, "Do you know what, Billy?" I mean, Andy, you're, you you're a nice guy. You don't need to suck my dick. <laughs> you're a nice guy and it's fine. Like, please, it's fine. Oh my god! Can you imagine? So obviously... So is this how deals are really happening in life? These maybe. Big, big deals at these festivals, these sponsorships, it's all because of dick sucking. Do you know, it, it, it wouldn't make much sense. Just 
No, sense. but Billy said it was too, with too much confidence. It's almost like he, he's done this before. Like, just go and suck some dick and we'll get what we need. <laughs> Why are you covering your face? Because it has to be. It's, true. it's so sad. Because... He's, he's acting like this is normal. Mm-hmm. And even Andy's like, okay, well, I have to do what I have to do. Like, But the fact that he said, take one for the team. Yeah, this must be a regular... But that's 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 where I'm like, this is where you have to draw the line with work and... Definitely. Because they can't treat you like your family. Do you know why? Because Billy... Them lot didn't know that Billy was in dirty amounts of debt. Ah. Even, so they the way were, they were, even the way they were talking about him still, it still, it still felt like they had empathy for him. Is it? But people like that. They're very... Manipulative. Yeah. Manipulative. They they know how to sweet people. They know all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That is so sad. How does Ja Rule come into it? <sighs> <laughs> so Ja Rule has escaped. I think he has escaped prison because... He strategically didn't place himself as a founder of of Fire Festival, not on a document, uh-huh. but to viewers and residents. So, what was he a silent partner? I or? think he was more so, maybe, but I think he was more so of a face, celebrity face. Okay. So when when he, when Billy's in meetings, he'll be like, "Oh, and Ja Rule's a co-founder, or Ja Rule's a part of this." So it looks mm, like he's heavily involved. Legit. He was in a sense because he, he was the one who was coordinating the bloggers to be like, I say bloggers. The, the like the most famous models and be like, hey, yeah. pose with the champagne bottle and and make it look like when because he was the one backstage, you know, organizing those kind of things. Yeah. Um, I think Jarul, he probably has a smart team who were just like, Do you know, what? he's not really a co-founder, so yeah, you can't really can't, can't see. Yeah, and then how many people went to this festival? I mean, like how many? Oh, were, loads! Like it? the tickets sold out, thousands. And it was, like, a lot of money, like, to the point where not only were the tickets expensive, like, we're looking, like, 20 grand per ticket. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Not only, not only was it that, they were saying to people, calling up people, calling up their phones and saying, you know, you need to... They tried to do, like, a like a wireless... Let's say, like, an Apple Watch sort of thing. Yeah. Or, like, a wristband sort of thing. Yeah. And then you now put your money on there for the festival. So let's say you want to go on the jet ski, whatever... You so basically, tap your, your so basically, your they're, they're trying to get people to pay for the wristband. I don't remember the particular price, but let's say it's a grand. Then you're now buying a a, a, a yacht or whatever, or a speedboat or whatever for like another grand. Like what literally tricking people. And when they got there, they didn't have any of the. That is mad. Like, some of the rich boys who attended were like. They were like, what's it, filming it, <clears throat> like Snapchat or whatever. Mm. And they were like saying like, oh, you know, we're here. And we just had to hitchhike a ride to the festival. I, no transport I'm was provided. Jasmine from six months ago would have no sympathy for these rich people, but... Do you have sympathy? Yeah. I don't know. No, but you know what, yeah? It's... I see it like, do I have... Do I not have sympathy because they're rich? Or is it because... Because realistically, it could be anything. It could be wireless festival. If I pay £100 mm. to, you know, to get my wristband, to get to, I don't know, go to the Pepsi stage, wherever, wherever the fuck it's called, mm. and I get there and there's no wristband, I can't see people on the stage, I can't hear people on the when they're performing. Mm. It's like... It's like, it's not as though they, the, the people, the, mm. the festival goers scammed anybody. They paid their money in it. 
for what they expected. Mm. They just didn't get it. So that's why I feel sorry for them. Mm. But obviously, they had money to waste. I, you know, I think, I think because to me, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's. I don't know because I feel like with <clears throat> with with having money mm. comes responsibility. Mm. So to me. It doesn't matter if I'm a millionaire. Mm. If I'm going to spend 10, 20 grand to go to a festival, mm. I need to make sure that everything is legit. Mm, mm, this guy, mm, it sounds like this was his first festival, right? Mm. So no, it's not B- like he had a name for himself. No, he no, was no, literally- no. The thing is, Billy, I think Billy did because he he had, for example, he worked with Jago in the past and they had like these oh. kind of like black debit cards. Like they had like this sort of like They had Monzo. some kind of... They had a Monzo sort okay. of company in America where... But I think even that was like kind of quote-unquote bogus yeah so he is a smart guy i say smart but like when i say smart it's more so like i know i'm not gonna get in i i know the strategic ways to get away get away and not get caught sort of thing yeah yeah um but i don't know i just think if you're spending 20 grand on the ticket i need to see with my eyes (laughs) i need to see i need to see where the island is i need to see where like because the thing is they were given sketches just sketches. Sketches. You think I'll buy, you think I'll put 20 grand? 20 grand no. is, a, is a house deposit. Even people that were buying tickets for wireless and they don't know who's performing. Then I, but then again, you're rich. People people said, oh, of course do that because you can resell it. What if nobody buys it? Because the headliner is, I don't know, who? Snake Boy. Yeah. Sorry, let me take the back. I don't want to Oh, Osh. Sorry, sorry. But... Yeah, he, I love us do your thing, but you're not headlining for the wireless festival right no. now. We don't want you. Not on Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> not one tune, you're not. No, absolutely not. You can't. You got. Yeah, but that's I just what, feel yeah, like yeah, it's your brain because I'm not buying using 20 grand to to buy to buy uh, with sketches. Because they had sketches. They believed in him. Poor thing. Poor things. And even what's funny is after the 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 fire festival thing had failed, whatever, he still even operated another scam. He was calling. He did more. He was calling the same people who bought tickets for the festival. (gasps) And I I can't remember too deep what he was asking for, but he was asking for them for money for some. So he didn't even have the humility Mm -mm. to take his money and go. Mm -hmm. He wanted. He wanted more. Mm. That's why I was kind of annoyed with the documentary because I felt like they were trying to make him appear to be intelligent when oh, really they should have they should have made it like this is this guy. I think they were they they did they did achieve it to a degree, but I think it was more so like wow he's so smart for doing this. But it should have been like he's so fucking grim, yeah, and he should go and he should go to prison for like forever. Yeah, yeah. I hate documentaries like that mm. where it seems as though they're trying to frame the perpetrator as some kind of i don't know like even with oh, like teddy. this whole yeah this whole ted bundy thing and i'm What's like butters? why why we a lot of serial killers they mm-hmm. strive for attention mm-hmm. and notoriety mm-hmm. and by making a documentary like this he's in in is he dead he's not yeah dead, he, he died by electric chair i was about to say because stuff like this 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 is what they want mm. They want <clears> stuff <throat> like this to be mm-hmm. like, oh, look, they're talking about me, this, that, and the other. That's why Obviously, he's dead now, but mm. it's still a slap in the mm. face for all of his victims' mm. families. Because Netflix have their documentary on it, yeah. which I probably would watch just to know what happened. Yeah, I've tried, I've tried to start it, but I've tried to start it literally like three times. Uh, is it bad? It's not even bad, but I keep falling asleep. Oh, 
Like I wouldn't watch it. Like I wouldn't understand what what's happened. Mm. But I, I had to quickly Wikipedia. I was like, this this nigga cannot be alive. You need, need to be dead. Yeah. And thank God he died by electric chair. Yeah. Um, but I was disappointed with the fact that Zac Efron, as in our high school high school musical brother, Sweetheart. our brother, our brethren, <laughs> has now decided. Oh, I want to be a, a bad guy. I want to join a bad gang. Yeah. And do Teddy Teddy Teddy. Why do you keep calling him Teddy? What's his name? No, his name's Ted Bundy, but it's like you're saying Teddy like you and him are pals. No, we're not. I was disappointed. I was thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. But then again, I remembered actually maybe I don't even fuck with Zach Efron. Yeah, I was I was thinking that as well. I definitely don't fuck with I have let me tell you I have reasons. Yeah, go on. I have let me tell you I have I've got many reasons. My first reason is high school musical. Okay. Because what is that? You don't like it? What is high No? No. Oh wait. I hate it. I hate all of it. Oh shit. Yeah, so that's my first issue with Zach Efron. That's all that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Secondly, Mm -hmm. isn't he one of these all lives matter folk? Yeah, come on, speak on it. No, he's he's actually, I don't think he is. He said something funny. Yeah. What what was it? So, oh, no, no. no. (laughs) Here's my beef with Zach Efron. Number one, on Martin Luther King Day. That's it. My guy went to go and use the black fist. That's it. Yeah. I think that's what he did. Yeah. My brother, check yourself. <laughs> Don't do it again. The second thing, whenever in past interviews when he when they talk about high school musical, he's he's embarrassed. He, thinking, he acts like it's beneath yeah. him, innit? How dare you? Where of pride. How bloody mm-hmm. dare you? You got on this screen, you decided to dance, you decided to sing, you own it. Do you know what, yeah? How, yeah. How how even dare you? I hope you're even listening. How bloody dare you? Because let me tell you something. In the first high school musical, some of the songs weren't even recorded by him. It was recorded by this guy called Drew, who did the Cinderella story with Selena Gomez. <laughs> the way so, you say her name will always make me So, laugh. I have a problem with you not only taking Drew's credit, because it could have been Drew. Drew is a socially acceptable white white guy looking whatever. Can, so what? Can, hold on. Who's Drew? Is so, Drew so, in the in the thing no, as well, he's, or he's, he's the, just his his he's voice. A voice for certain songs? So like, how dare you? Number one wow. with that, and when you're having interviews, Zach. you know you're acting like you're too. Oh, once has you're, you're acting like you're too good. Excuse me, that's your biggest role to date, <laughs> to date, forever even. Yeah, even the Teddy Blondie. That's high musical is your biggest role. Don't ever, don't ever, ever get it twisted, and it bangs. So when I tell you we're all in this together, I want I want to see you perform. <laughs> and then he, there was one latest interview where they where they played the song, and he was on he was on an interview with like other fellow actress mm. and actors actors, and the and the uh, interview played one of the songs, and they said to Zach, "Can you name this um, high musical song?" Excuse don't tell me he pretended. My brother, you're not even thirty yet. You've not reached thirty, so don't don't pretend that you've got um your 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 old. He pretended age. that he didn't know. He said he didn't know. D- listen, he, those lies. Listen, the other actresses were like, even I know that song. Of course you're gonna know that song because all of you are not. You're not because fucking. you probably practice it a thousand times. Because your your nieces and nephews probably sing it to you a thousand times. Do you know what's even mad? When I used to watch High School, do you know who I had beef with? Chad. Chad, hold on, I'm getting confused now. Who's uh, Corbin Blue? Even Co- that's what I was gonna say. Do you know Corbin why? Blue. Because yeah. for the whole film, he kept saying to Zach, "Why are you dancing? Why are you dancing? Why are you dancing?" <laughs> Him too, he was dancing. 
Yeah, of course. So that's what I was like. I don't really fuck with Chad because what kind of a friend is this? Yeah. If your friend likes to do something, don't start making yeah. him feel Why are you rubbish. making him feel bad? Anyways. But now it turns I, out I my beast is like film. I tried. Vicky. You really? Honestly, I can't tried. believe this. Mm-hmm. It's honestly my worst nightmare. I hate, I hate like, I hate musicals. Oh, really? <laughs> and I hate like cheesy high school films. So it's oh, literally jazz. everything I hate in oh, one go. And there was like three of them. No, I tried. I, I tried because everyone else loved it. So I was like, let me see what the hype is about. It's I'll not get... for you. It's not for you. Yeah. But I always try to give things a chance because I want to see what everyone else sees. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I, I don't fuck with it. I don't but yeah I, I don't appreciate the like trying to make it entertaining like mm. it, he really was a serial killer mm-hmm. like he really killed people I he think, really raped oh, people yeah. so think, it's like why are you trying to make mm-hmm. him like a, humanize him yeah mm. you're trying to humanize him and make him like a, it's hard because in films like this they always want the director always wants you to feel some kind of connection to the mm-hmm. main character. Mm-hmm. That's just the way films mm-hmm. are, are are based. Like you can't have a main character that everybody doesn't relate to or connect to. So the aim is to try and make us connect with Ted Bundy, and I mm-hmm. don't get why they would want us to do this. Mm. But that's why that, that's why they got Zach Efron because he's you know high school sweetheart yeah. because you know people find him attractive, and that's why I feel uncomfortable because. I didn't even know too much about the whole Ted thing. Yeah. And like I'm learning that people, like, it was sort of a thing where in the papers it was, or well, the media kind of like yeah. portrayed portrayed him like this handsome killer yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Even, like, yeah. What? Even during like his trials and everything, everyone was just in shock. Oh, he's so handsome. Oh, he's this. And it's like, so? he's a handsome murderer fam. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's on there. Yeah. That's, that's it. He's a terrible person. He's he's a monster. Oh my god. Sorry. And even when you look when I looked at the Teddy clip, man's clapped. He's clapped. He's actually clapped. So the fact that you even get Zach Efron to play him is an insult. <laughs> and the fact exact that you you even want to go and do it, you're even insulting yourself right there, right there and right now. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I cannot believe the way you're going <laughs> in on Zach Efron. If I catch him on road, yeah, it's over for him. I actually, I actually believe you as well. Yeah. I actually think it's peak. If I catch him on road, me and we'll have words. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like everybody has a part to play in things like this. So mm. I really feel like Zach should have made a better choice. Oh, absolutely. obviously, I haven't seen the film yet. Mm. What, what, what is is it coming out on Netflix or is it? No, no, I think it's just coming out in theaters. Oh, in cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a blockbuster yeah, kind of yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Netflix has just done a documentary, which just happens to it just it just coincided, like, yeah, 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 didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they really put money behind mm-hmm. it. No, I'm sorry. As if I was a family member of the victims, oh. I'd be so offended. Do you know what's that that um, death with the with the small kids? Uh, where the two 10-year-olds got the small boy. Oh, J- James James Bolger? Yeah. yeah. The parents were on this morning. Oh, because a direct, like some some guy turned their thing into a film. Either a film wow. or a documentary. No, it wasn't a documentary. I don't think it was a documentary per se. It was more of a film. Mm. And the parents were upset. Because it was like, number one, they didn't come to us. Number two, like, I think, I don't want to say it's different if the parents were dead. 
it's like we're still living this reality. Of course. Like, and they still really and truly they haven't yeah. got justice because mm-hmm. these guys they're out on road mm-hmm. and they're still abu- they're still committing crimes yeah. as well. Their dad was like, I can't believe that you're making a film out of this when not only are the perpetrators still alive and well, mm-hmm. they're still doing child pornography or whatever that Yep. And they're going, they're free to go to the cinema and watch this film. No. They're free to watch this film on Netflix. Mm-mm. Because they're not in prison Mm-mm. where they should be. They belong in prison. Beca- I'm sorry. No. It's so wrong. It's so, so wrong. And I- just, just listening to the parents talk about it, I was just like, this is so, like, come on, you must have a heart. Yeah, you can't, you can't do this to people. You can't. And I don't see... I feel like things like this, they really have to be done sensitively. Oh, you, can't, you cannot just mm. take it upon yourself to... Mm. How can I just take it upon myself to make a, a documentary about, I don't know... I can't, I can't even think of something. Mm. I don't know, Stephen Lawrence, for example. Mm. What happened to him? I can't just... It, it would be wrong. Even with the Stephen Lawrence one, I felt like that was very powerful because yeah. they had... You have to do it delicately. They had video footage yeah. of and the mom, have, of the friend, of, yeah. the, of the dad. And you have to know, like... What what are you what are you trying to gain achieve. from this? Yeah, you know what, what are you trying to achieve? Because with Stephen Lawrence, I feel like the aim is to educate and mm. to raise awareness and make a change to you know institutional mm. racism, mm-hmm. all of that, all of that stuff. But Ted Bundy, he's he's been caught, he's been sentenced, he's dead now. Yeah. What are you trying exactly. to? But I think it's it's just riding a wave of. This whole psycho, like psychotic murderers. So, for example, mm. I don't want us to put it on the same level because you is not real. Yeah, I was thinking about you as well. But a lot of people are saying that they're romanticizing is, yeah. it. Yeah, and it's become like this, this sort of thing to watch yeah. where men are just. But kidding. at least with you, I can be like, <laughs> you finna die in season two. I don't even know if he will. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's gonna die, but. How I how I justify it is that you isn't based on like a real yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fiction. Mm. It's but based on a book. Mm. It's fiction. It is you know some elements of it could be true, mm. could happen in real life, but there's no sort of real world connection yeah, yeah. to anybody. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But mm. Ted Bundy was a real mm. serial killer. Like it, I don't know. It's a bit. It makes me yeah. Feel it does, a it's bit, not. It's not. It doesn't sit right. Yeah. So I'm I'm watching the documentary series but i don't think i'll watch the film no I'm not i'll, I'll see i'll see what the reviews are like I, I would like to think that they really have made him out as disgusting as he mm. was but i feel like they're gonna try and you know make people feel empathy or, oh That's but ridiculous. you know his childhood was this i hate that excuse i really do mm. and it's the same for r kelly as well like bare people are like oh but he was abused when he was a child as well yes i i'm sorry that that happened to him but it doesn't give him, you know, a pass to start abusing mm. people now. He has enough money. He has enough connections for him to be like, you know what, I've gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need therapy. You don't need to start don't locking girls in it. your house. You can fucking freak me. And this is where I feel like you start dividing people and making mm-hmm. differences because some people go through shit and they either decide to be the complete opposite mm. or they decide to... to, to you know, continue the cycle mm-hmm. of violence. And he's... Even that Teddy guy. Mm. 
killed 30 people. And the thing is, they don't even know the full total. Yeah, they don't know the full total. Oh, you're having a laugh. You're but it's all part laugh. of the mind games. Mm. Even after he's got caught, he doesn't have the remorse mm. to be like, you know what, I feel bad, I want to repent. Let me tell them everything that I've done. Let me tell them how many people I have actually killed. Give the family some peace. No. no. He's a psychopath. Well, he was. Even, even when I was reading on Wikipedia, his lawyer mm. was so disheartened because she really believed him to the point where she just stopped talking to him. Like, she, she couldn't believe it. But why? I'm sorry, but... Because they what? just thought, oh, he's, you know, he's handsome. They probably just... Do you know how many men Do they really think that only ugly people commit crimes? Apparently. <laughs> Do you know how many men kill their 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 their, their partners? Uh, In the UK. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Well, what's the statistic? Because I know like when, when somebody dies, the first person they look to is their partner. Because th- that's usually the person that did it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the actual stats. No, it's a lot. Yeah. It really is a lot. And it's scary. Mm. I'm not really too keen on trying to humanize abusers and killers and all of that stuff because lots of people have shit upbringings mm. and they didn't, unf- they didn't kill anyone yeah and unfortunately a lot of people as well have been abused when they mm. were younger mm. but they don't grow up to be abusers, abusers. so there's, there's no excuse what is your black magic black girl magic or black excellence or whatever this week mm. This is a tough one. Let me think about it for a second. I've actually, it's um a, a influencer mm. from the UK, mm. Makai McDermott. She mm. has rebranded, mm. and um she has a new brand called Cipher. Yeah, it looks cool. Where she sells like beauty products, mm. um hair all of that good stuff mm. but i'm just like get your coins sis. yeah it looks really cool i love get the logo and everything yeah and um what is it she wanted to um a subscription service yeah subscription mm. service so i, I just feel like mm. yes instagram is great all of that mm. stuff but i feel like you need to be Monetize able to yeah you need to be able to get other streams mm. of income because god forbid instagram gets taken taken down one day what are you gonna do same with youtube they're mm. making it more difficult for people's content to be seen mm. um you know the algorithm i can't even say the word algorithms mm. are changing all of that stuff so however you can kind of branch off yeah, get it in yeah and get your <clears throat> do it Why the hell and she's talented as well mm. what what, uh, what my guy what what frontal please even her makeup yeah oh my god she's slaying god so yeah, if you, you guys want to check her out, check it out. Because, yeah, she's really talented. She does hair colouring. She makes wigs. Mm. She sells eyelashes. Yeah, she does all of that shit. So I think she's based in East London. Because I, I was thinking about booking an appointment. Yeah. Um, My black girl magic this week is... Have you seen Patron? A Patron. What, the, <laughs> the rap? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Cosmetic I, I don't line. want people to... I don't want people to come for me but what was that i, I dig it i'm taking i'm hopefully i'll get a banging picture tonight because i'm gonna put it as my instagram caption you're gonna okay tell me a caption from there that i can use I think because was, i don't um, think i can listen to it again something about getting a hundred grand claire 
Something I remember when mm-hmm. she was in front of the range. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, just like that caption said, rapping is not for everybody. Please. <coughs> the reason why I dig it is because I... Oh, sorry. I saw a um, YouTube comment that said her brother was going to give up music. Her brother? Yeah, and I think her brother is, like, really talented. Like, he's giving me, like... Who's her brother? The guy in, in the video. Is it? Yeah, the one that's oh, going styling. Is, is, is he a name? I mean... Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, he's, okay, well, okay, okay. I think okay. he's coming up. But, like, he's giving me... Um, who's that guy that goes, No more niggas in a party. Oh, uh, One Asen. Yeah, he's yeah. giving me One Asen vibes. Mm. And I'm just like, my young king, you better, you better, you better capitalize. <laughs> you better capitalize because I see he's got something going for him. So, and I saw in the comments that he said he's her brother nearly gave up with music. Aww. And that just breaks my heart because I'm thinking, you know, he's got something to work with. So, I thought it was pretty cool that his sister with a larger platform. I don't know if this is the exact thought process. I don't know whether she wants to be a rapper or she just did it. To give her brother exposure. Yeah. But I think he's definitely got them out there now. Because now it's on that platform. What is it called now? Link Up. Yeah, it's one of those ones. One of them. So it's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. the brother's bit. I dig it. I had style and ease in my head yesterday night. I don't, I don't even know if I believe you. I don't know. Why? I don't know. You think I come and lie? I don't know, Vicky. Because wow. I want to know which part you dig. The whole thing. Style and ease. Pull up your <laughs> socks, my jeez. I don't know. I I I. It's a brand new. I I I, I support. I I just support people in it. Like I'm the kind of person on Instagram when I see an ad, I'll just click like, even if it's not something I'm interested in. Because mm. I'm like, get your coin. Mm. Cool. I'll give you the engagement, whatever mm. it is that you need. But there is a part of me that is also like this is trash mm-hmm. i'll like it i'll retweet it but this is trash is that bad i won't retweet trash is it unless i'm forced to <laughs> what do you mean by forced <laughs> <laughs> so unless someone's like oh i beg you retweet my thing oh my days then I'm like, you're oh, just snitching on yourself oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> no but i i always like to because I see it as same with that rap video. Mm. It may not be my cup of tea, mm. but it might be somebody else's. Mm-mm. So I'll retweet mm. to give you that exposure that you Mm-mm. require. Mm-mm. But I don't fucks with it. I, I I don't know if that's bad of me. I don't mm. I don't know. But I just I just wanna, you know, Each lift room, you can't up. like all the same you can't all like the same music. Yeah, that's I, I wanna lift people genres. up. Exactly, of course. Um how do you feel about this whole thing on Instagram where Bloggers have to declare whether something's bought, if it's an ad. I think it's it's very important. I don't like it in a sense of it makes it obvious that it's disingenuous. Like I feel like there's very smart ways to advertise. And I feel like it was better when advertising was a bit more discreet. Mm. I feel like it would be more effective that way. I don't know. I don't like it because... However, I mm. feel like from a consumer perspective... I feel like it is important to know whether this person has been paid. Mm. To, oh yeah, to pay this. Pay, the thing is, you know what I'm saying? Is, like, mm. if this person has been paid to advertise, I think it's important to know the difference mm. because if I'm gonna buy this product, I need to know that when you're saying I use this product every day and it helps me with this, that, and the other, that you're being genuine. Mm. But if you don't 
if I don't see that it's a, an advertisement or that you're getting paid to say this, mm. how can I trust you? Yeah. yeah, how can I trust I what think you're saying? I'm cool when it's like I want people to say it's an ad, so I can be like, yes, you know, it, it encourages me to like it. Yeah, or it encourages me to comment because yeah, I know that companies are looking and thinking, oh, what's the engagement on this ad post? Because I know a lot of bloggers have said that when they post ad content, it doesn't get as much um, yeah. reach. Or people don't like it as much because they're yeah, in jealous yeah. in it. But when it's like, now you're saying gifted, or now you're saying ad, but it's not an ad because I used to work with them before, but I have to declare it now. I'm just like, bitch, which one is it? <laughs> and also, it's kind of like, I think it's unfair for them because I see celebrities, Love Island celebrities, or George celebrities, who don't declare shit. Mm-hmm. Every day They don't declare shit And it's like Now they've ruined it for bloggers Who are just kind of making a A wholesome living mm. But now they've got to say gifted On every single thing I'm just like oh, I really don't want you to say gifted Because now it's just reminding me that Is that everything really that fake? Yeah. Well it's not that fake Because they're using a product that is gifted But it's like Is it encouraging them to mm. use it Because it is gifted So they can work with them in the future again Yeah It's just like I don't know I just mm. I don't think because when you're watching, there is really an attack on this kind of influencer absolutely. blogger. Because when we think about TV, yeah, and we see presenters or we see product like, placement, all yeah, that shit. you don't see them going gifted yeah. or ad. Mm. And I'm just like, what is the difference between an ad on television, an ad on Channel Four for Gavis Gone, mm. and the difference between an ad on a Instagram babes? I can see the difference there. Because they don't blatantly go, hashtag ad. I know, but the thing is, yeah, I agree. I agree about, like, product placements and stuff. I'm like, there's no difference. I mean, because you're essentially advertising it without saying it. Do you know what I mean? However, like, obviously, if a brand is advertising itself, Mm. it's kind of like, yeah, it's bigging up itself. Mm. But if an influencer is saying this brand is good... But it's an advertisement, mm. and they're not saying it's an advertisement. It's like your yeah, that's in ju- that's in general. Yeah, yeah. But I've, yeah. I just see like I see some celebrities who who do certain things or talk about certain things, and it's an ad, mm. but they don't declare it. Yeah, like yeah, like you can tell by the way they're talking in it. Mm. You're like you, it's an ad. You do not watch this shit. Don't lie. But yeah, that's, that's you don't it. use this shit. That's it for this week, my G's. Yes, have Thank a blessed you for week. Listening. Have a best week. See y'all. See y'all on the other side. Keep it blessed. Bye. Bye.